on CityCast Madison. Giving your sweetheart fresh cut flowers on Valentine's Day is a classic move. The only snag, they don't last. But you know what does? Houseplants, which can offer joy for years, of course, with the right care. We're talking about love of all forms ahead of Valentine's Day. And we say nurturing houseplants is another way to give and receive love this holiday. Colton Blackburn from Oldbrook Botanical Gardens has some easy to gift houseplant ideas and tips for keeping them alive. It's Wednesday, February 8th. I'm Bianca Martin, and this is CityCast Madison, the podcast that gets local. Colton, hello. Hello. What might be a good plant gift to give a sweetie or a loved one this Valentine's Day? Like something that says special, but is also easy care. So I was talking to a couple of my coworkers before, and we were kind of thinking of what would be a good one. And we kind of came up with a heart-leafed philodendron. You know, you can get them in all kinds of colors and So you could really pick one specific for the person, but they're pretty easy to care for. You know, it's funny. I think I might have a Hartley philodendron in my kitchen because it's got like pink edges. I mean, there's probably like tons of cultivars, so uh, you could get pretty, pretty specific out there. I love that recommendation. And can I ask, where do you get your plants? I will just get them from different like greenhouses around Madison. I will go out to Jung's greenhouses, like out in Sun Prairie. That's a good one that I find has good prices for plants. On Willie Street, I'll get things from like Madison Greenhouse and even Klein's sometimes. Yeah, I just I just learned that you can get plants like out of the gift shop, right? That actually come from the gardens. That's true. I'm not even plugging my own organization here. Yeah. We sell a lot of plants through the gift shop that are just like leftover or sort of like we've propagated more than we need for our own purposes in the conservatory. And so we sell them really well priced through the gift shop. We're always encouraging people to, if there's plants they want that are in the conservatory, to just like write a comment card and We'll try and propagate those. Oh, so like if you are interested, you could write a little comment card and you guys will be like, oh, okay, well, there's some demand for this. So we'll consider caring. We'll we'll try and get some of that into our shop. Correct. We had a recent guest who really liked the like a Jamaican poinsettia. It's like in the euphorbia genus. And he was like, if you have some of those, he's like, if you propagate more of those, let me know. Like, I want to buy one. Okay, we should like... We know that that plant was hot and people were buying them, so we'll make some more. In my opinion, plants are great companions. They're my friends. And for folks who might be interested in getting started, what are some good starter plants that are like low maintenance? Okay, so you've got, you know, the plant world, house plant world is pretty big. It encompasses tons of tropical plants, but like good Easy plants are plants that you can typically let go really dry between waterings if you're like neglectful. Things like snake plant is a good, easy, low carry plant. Things like a spathophyllum, like a peace lily, they're nice in that they can go 
like almost wilting before you have to water them. So they give you a physical, like a physical cue when they need water. Yeah. Things like philodendrons, all kinds of plants you could pick from. Um, Those are a few three easy ones. Becoming a plant parent has become very hip in recent years. And there seem to be a set of plants that are particularly hot right now, like the Monstera plant. I see everywhere online, like chic magazines or like chic uh, apartment setups. Have you noticed that? Oh, for sure. I feel like houseplants have blown up and I find that like plants that are really hot are plants that are like variegated. So, you know, not only is like Monstera really popular right now, but if you can get variegated Monstera. What does that mean? uh, Variegated is just meaning that there's some sort of like degree of coloration variance in the uh, leaves. So Thai snow or is the cultivar that you'll see for the variegated Monstera. And it just means it has like huge white streaks kind of like throughout the leaves. Depending on the plant, you can get different colors like yellow or even like philodendron pink princess is like a variegated purple leaf with pink throughout. So it's like, that's a really hot plant. We're talking about love. Plants need love too. And maybe even more love in the winter, just (laughs) just like us. What are some general tips for this time of year in our houseplants? Sure. So actually in the winter time, I'm encouraged, like I'll encourage people to do as little as possible almost the days are much shorter, your plants are already like kind of stressed out a little, probably like we are uh, with short days and sort of lack of sunlight. So like really, I don't encourage people to do like any kind of repotting or dividing until the spring. And then also during this time, like you'll probably have noticed that you kind of cut back on your watering a little bit. But also if your heat's going a lot and you've got really like dry air, that could be drying your plants out. So it is kind of trying to find a balance. Yeah, I, you had mentioned one of the easy plants as the snake plant earlier. And I unfortunately killed my snake plant and it's one of the hardiest. Uh, and I, I'm pretty positive I, I killed it by overwatering it because it rotted. That seems to be like one of the big things, like despite having plants for years, I still feel like a newbie. What are the basics for thinking about watering correctly to avoid overwatering and underwatering? Yeah, so I always try to take like certain cues from the plant itself. Um, things like a snake plant, I feel like you can almost see a little bit of like shriveling in the leaves when it goes dry, and then that's like a good time to water it. And then when I water plants, I'm always sort of judging the weight of the pot. Like what, you know, feel the plant when it's before you water it and then after you water it and start to get an idea of like what those sort of weights are. Because even in our greenhouse here, it's like I'm always picking up plants to kind of see if they need water. I actually, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that either. I'm a good litmus test for someone who doesn't know much but loves plants. Uh, Thinking that makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned like the location, thinking about the plants and the locations that they, you know, naturally are from. And you mentioned most houseplants are tropical, which I didn't know. But looking uh, at all the ones I have, oh, they they are. Um, I was going to ask you also about um, light and like what we should consider with how much light plants should get and that sort of thing, where they should be in the house. Ideally in your home, you want to put house plants in a room or area that you get sort of at least some Southern exposure. So that means like the light is sort of coming actually through the windows. 
But, you know, Eastern and Western will just judge like how close you can put the plants like right up to the window. That makes sense. I was going to ask you also about what are the basics around fertilizer? Depending on the plant you have, again, it can vary. Um, my house plants at home, I probably fertilize once a month. But here at work, we're fertilizing multiple times a week. This time of year, your house plants probably aren't actively growing too much, um, so you'll reduce fertilizer. But like in the summer, when they're like maybe putting on a lot of growth, you'll want to fertilize more. I use a water-soluble fertilizer that I just mix in with the water I like water my plants with. Uh, so the product I use is called Dynagrow Foliage Pro. I think it's a great fertilizer. We find you can do it on most things except for like maybe citrus and palms, which just require a different uh, ratio. But I actually just load all my plants into like the kitchen sink and fill it up and put a little bit of uh, fertilizer in there and uh, just kind of soak them in there for a while. I actually, I think I have bought fertilizer once. Like what should I know looking at the bag? Is there anything that I'm supposed to keep in mind with fertilizers? Your fertil fertilizer ratios are like, it's like NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium. I think generally you want like a, an all-purpose fertilizer is going to be kind of like even across the board. I think ones that are like higher in phosphorus are going to be your bloom booster. So if you have plants that you want to bloom, it might just be that you need to add a fertilizer that has a little more phosphorus in it. Got it. What general advice would you give, like big picture advice for folks if they are going to remember one thing from this conversation about tending to house plants? I'd probably say like every condition is going to be different. Really like plants are kind of like people, there's plants that are good pairings and plants that are like bad pairings. I've more than once tried to grow plants that like just need too much humidity at home. And I know as a person that I'm not willing to water a plant more than once a week or every two weeks. I've been like, okay, I can't grow staghorn ferns. Mm. Um, those will never do well in my house because I just don't, I'm not fussy enough to take care of them. So my kind of, my, I guess my advice would be like, pick your plants, like you'd pick your special someone. Um, you have to kind of like know what sort of level of input you're like wanting to put in. Don't be afraid to like move your plant around or try different things. And you know, we all lose plants. We lose plants <laughs> all the time. So even experts, mess up and can't figure things out. So. That's heartening. Yeah. How do you know when a plant is a lost cause? It's time to give up. I really hang on to them too long. I've got a dead tree back in the greenhouse now that's leaves are completely brown. I'm like, maybe it'll come back. So it just depends. We had a key lime tree that we forgot that some of my coworkers forgot to water over the Christmas holiday and it dropped like all its leaves, all its fruit. It had some dieback, but we've just had it back in the greenhouse and, you know, with watering it again, it is starting to leaf back out. So it's kind of, it's up to you. I mean, you can hang on to a plant as long as you want. Honestly, it's hard for me not to be just thinking about comparisons with people and love uh, talking about this love week. And I just love my plants. 
before we go, I feel like pointing out that going to the garden seems like a pretty nice date idea for Valentine's Day. Yeah, come check out Orchid Escape. That runs the whole month of February. We've got an orchid exhibit kind of set up in the conservatory. And yeah, if you're a terrible houseplant owner, come support your public garden and you can get all sorts of plant vibes in the conservatory. Colton, thank you so much for giving us your time. Of course, thank you for having me. That's Colton Blackburn, Ulbrick Botanical Gardens Conservatory Curator. For links to their orchid show and more, check out our show notes. And we're continuing our week of love. Are you listening? We need your help. (laughs) Seriously, I'd love to hear from you. Do you have a loved one or sweetie you'd like to make a shout out to? Leave us a voicemail and we may play it on our Valentine's Day show. Here's the voicemail number, 608-318-3367. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Only the biggest local event for plant nerds all year is this weekend. The Wisconsin Garden Expo is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Alliance Center. There'll be over a hundred different educational presentations. There's an exhibitor mall to check out, access to loads of local plant experts, plus a floral design competition. I mean, boom. Also, might we suggest ordering a native plant or tree for your sweetheart? The Arboretum is taking online orders for their plant sale right now. Native plants are well adapted to grow in our climate, so they tend to be hardier. Plus, they're often better for local pollinators. You order them now and pick them up later when it's warmer. I also saw that Two Ferns Native Nursery is offering pre-orders on native plants, which is very cool. They've got this huge list on their website, And it might not feel like garden season yet, but actually now is the time to start seeding those slow growing plants. Your spring self, or sweetie, will thank you. We'll toss you a link to all these cool ideas in our show notes. Plus, I heard a new elementary school is in need of a name. The school currently dubbed Southside Elementary is being built right now on Badger Road. It will house students who now attend Alice Elementary School and Nuestro Mundo Community School. The Madison School Board is taking your ideas for its name. So check out the show notes for a link to send them in. And by the way, no schooly McSchool face or anything like that. Bring your A-game, come correct. My first vote, Kendrick Lamar Academy, okay? That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a plant mom about us? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Talk soon. Plant mom, plant mom, plant moms.